This is a Web Canopy Studio production. Welcome back to Under the Canopy, part four, part four, full transparency. Um, We're in a car. (laughs) So we started and stopped. Uh, My phone went off the first recording. Um, The last one, we just had an amazing intro, and I uh, didn't start the recording, and Tim is mad at me. (laughs) I don't even care. He doesn't even care. Right you are, Ken. <laughs> that is a joke we've done in every recording, and it does not get old. Do you remember that show? Yeah, I sure do. Right you are, Ken. Um, so this is Under the Canopy. Entering Michigan, let's go. Oh, that's cool. We just passed the Michigan sign. Um, Tim, where are we coming from? So we're in the car right now, coming back from Chicago, doing another video shoot. We were down there for a couple days. We have a really uh, exciting client that's doing some pretty cool things in um data security and yeah. uh, and privacy tech which is it's a complex world they're a lot smarter than we are but they um they're they're fun to work with and they're doing some like even you know that they're at the top of their industry and what they're doing they're going to be pretty big so it's, it's fun to be a part of that absolutely and as i was saying like that whole area is just so cool to see everyone our age just getting their grind on um waking up getting a cup of coffee heading to these cool offices the building we were in there's probably packed of what probably 15 different startups working out of it and they all have like you know these hip offices with like cool lighting and video games yep foosball tables it's just so it's just such a vibrant energy it's it's uh it's contagious really it makes you want to be a part of something like that totally um yeah so it was great just meeting everyone and the people in chicago are really cool uh every time i visit i've never had a complaint Right. Um, but yeah, we were there for a video shoot, and um, this isn't the main topic that we're talking about today, but I had a thought, like we were we we're going over a script, and there's two things that I think we want to touch on here, and um, first is never go in unprepared, but also don't go in too prepared, you know? Right. Um, Tim was just telling me, I'll let you explain it, but like the best stuff in a video always happens when you didn't plan it or you didn't write it or I mean you just put it so eloquently I'll let you take it away <laughs> well yeah I, mean, I think you nailed it but yeah like it's, it's we always come in with like we, we call it a script but it's not a word for word script like you said that would be in like a screenplay sure. it's Closer more of like it's, yeah. yeah it's an outline like here are the major points we want to hit here are some prompts to sort of um, start that conversation but like we want it to feel natural and we don't want it to feel scripted we want it to be conversational and a lot of times the best nuggets that we're getting from these videos are things that were unplanned that these guys are just offering up, sometimes even surprising themselves with how well they nail the point or how well they, you know, examples they're giving and things like that. I mean, I can't tell how many times just in two days of shooting we were like, wait a minute, can you say that again but say it this way? Or wait a minute, expand uh-huh. on that. Or, or, or defend this for a minute. I want to challenge that. Like, let's let's build on that. Exactly. Um, and it's like, we don't know what's in their head. Only yeah. they do. So there, there's a bunch of tools. I think Tim's really good at, like, drawing it out of them. Like, he, he knows what he wants to hear. I'm always thinking about the edit. I'm like, yes, Tim, get that. And then it's like, now do what Tim said, but say it back, phrase it this way. And then it's like, yep. boom, got it. Works out well. Um, another big part of it, 
kind of some advice I want to talk about, I guess, is like when you're writing these prompts, because I'd, I'd say you're not writing a script, you're doing a prompt, you're trying to get him to, uh, your, your talent, if you will, you're trying to get them to talk in the way they would um, in a real conversation that's more relatable. Um, two things. First of all, it's funny, whenever we have a script and I'm sitting down with someone and they have like two lines or even like three lines that we're filming, we will do about 40 takes because we, we had an actual scripted part yesterday and that yep. part we had to do about like, I swear, 20 times. Yep. And um, it was about a 30 second clip. It exactly. wasn't that hard. Not hard. But I think it's the fact that he had to hit these exact lines and say it in a certain way. Uh, he felt pressure. But yep. when we just know what we want them to say and let them say it in their own words and just give them a prompt to say that on their own, it is never more than two takes, I wouldn't say. No, this is much more natural. And, uh -huh. and you can tell the difference in the final product when it's scripted and when it's when it's off the cuff. Yes, you it's can. It's more genuine, It's more, and it's a little more authentic. Right, these Sometimes, guys aren't actors. They're, right. they're professional security people, yeah. or I mean, whoever you're working with, they're probably not actors. You don't want it to feel overproduced. Right. Um, so my, my last piece of advice before we stop talking about video, I won't keep you here too long, is uh, we had this cool thought that like when you're writing a video it's just like writing a website right like wireframing the messaging of your website so when you're doing these prompts um the first thing you want to do is the hero statement just like you would a website so the same way that if someone lands on your website they will leave within five seconds i think it is or was it seven seconds Something i don't like have the exact yeah. statistics in front of me but if they don't say, hey, this website is where I need to be, they will leave. And that is probably double in a video. If you can't get to the gist of the video within that first five seconds, not necessarily the heart of the video, but you tell them why they're watching this video, uh, there's ways to do that without you know, explaining it, but right. you have to have that in your video. You kind of want to like front load your thesis in a way that doesn't feel yes. like it, but you're sort of like... Yeah, you grab them. You grab them. Let them know they're in the right place, and that you're gonna give them some answers. You, you stole the words out of my head. I love it. <laughs> so, uh, I don't have a good segue for this, but uh, let's go ahead and segue into chatbots. Yeah, speaking of chatbots, <laughs> that's that's the ultimate segue. You just said, well, speaking of chatbots, even though we were not speaking of chatbots. Um, we, we were talking about chatbots a lot today. It's something that a lot of people are interested in, and there's a lot of misconceptions, I think. Um, one thing that we really drew out out of each other and out of some of our clients is like having a chatbot with intention. Right. Um, I'm going to let you tee this up because I know you're you're so passionate about chatbots. Well, it's, I mean, it's sort of like everything we do from a marketing perspective outside of the website is tied to like campaigns that have goals, right? Like this is a lead generation or this is generating like sales opportunities or this is getting signups for a webinar. And then we do the same thing for the website, right? Like it, we kind of figure out, okay, what is the goal for this page? For the homepage is to share your message and you have like one or two like main CTAs yeah. that might go to like a product page. The goal for that page is to get you to the pricing page. The goal for that page is to get you to like a schedule a demo. So they each have like a clear, um, you know. A goal, yeah. Yeah, it's a goal. 
So the chatbot should be treated the same way. But you don't want to have a chatbot just like no one wants to talk because they're bored and then they want to have a conversation right. with your bot. And they're you don't looking. just want to put it there because that's what all your competitors are doing. You're like, right. oh, they have one, I have to have one. Right. So like I had a client who we were doing a website for earlier this year and in like the in the, you know, the month or so leading up to the launch, she was like, Okay, we need to have a, a bot. I, I need to have a bot. Let's build a bot. And I was like, Okay, why? And she didn't really have an answer. And I'm not challenging, like, the usefulness or, or you know, the effect of having a bot. Like, I, I definitely agree. But she couldn't really tell us tell us why she wanted the bot. She just knew that she wanted one, um, which is, I think, a trap that a lot of people fall for. Uh-huh. Especially if you have a bot that's not helpful, it's probably worse than having no bot at all. Right? I, I, agreed. You're, you're leading people astray. You're boring them. And you're kind of – you're turning them off, and they're probably going to go somewhere you're else. you're up the visual of your beautiful website that right. you already built. So. I got to drag our heroes HubSpot, you know, I, I love everything about it, but whenever I log into their website, uh, if you're, if you're familiar with HubSpot, you know, you got to click log in and then you choose your portals, right? Every single day when I'm not logged in, the HubBot automatically loads and it's so big and it's intruding on my user experience. So when you're using a chat bot, you got to make sure you're not just throwing it on and clunking up your the rest of your site. Right. Um, I mean, that's just a small use case, and probably most people don't have a problem. They just X out and move on. But that's just a small example of throwing it on to throw it on is not going to just give you results overnight. Now, I might challenge that a little bit, only in the sense that, like, okay, so we've had clients that said, oh, I had um, – I had I got an email that someone said my there's too many pop-ups and the block got in the way and they had to exit out and they didn't like that. Yeah. And and the client was not upset but they were concerned like okay um, this no one has ever done this before or said this before um, and then they also said oh, they got a second time so they, in like maybe in a, in a month they got two emails saying or messages on in social media saying they were upset about the bot and the pop-up and interfering with their experience. Totally valid, something we should definitely keep an eye on. But then I said, okay, sure, client, but that same bot has generated like 50 leads in that time, right? True. So, like, it's sort of weighing the balance. Like, sure, like, it's not, it's, you don't, no one likes getting those messages, but the, the cost, the benefit greatly outweighs those two, like, I would even say, like, upset customers, just annoyed customers, right? Yeah. Like it's if it's generating leads and doing what it's supposed to do, it's the same as like an unsubscribe. Like we joked before, like people get upset when someone unsubscribes from an email. Yeah, but like you got a thirty-eight percent open rate and a ten percent click rate. Who cares if one person unsubscribes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I You're never gonna win. That them was all. a great way to put it too, because I'm probably that one person who is annoyed by the chatbot, but that chatbot that's on HubSpot's site yeah. saves everyone, and it, yeah. <laughs> they immediately get the information they need. And it just happens to be intruding in my experience. So another thing, too, um, is sort of a golden rule of chatbots that I know John's big on, uh, John Aiken, our CEO, that he sort of hopped on me and I've kind of taken um, to all, all of our clients that I work on, is you don't really want to have a universal chatbot that's served up across good. all your pages, right? Yeah. Because it sort of becomes a master of none. It starts to feel less personal when the same prompt is like, hey, how can I help you? And it's on every page. It fights like, right back into your thesis of that attention. Too. Mm-hmm. You want to serve up like relevant information that's like specific to the page that they're on. So like a home page is more maybe it's helping them find what they're looking for. But when you have a pricing page, they're a little bit further down the funnel, at least um, with their intention so far. So like 
serve something up that's related to the pricing page. Like, hey, yeah, it can be simple. Like, hey, I have questions about our pricing. Like, chat with a specialist or give us a call here, um, or like, or check, see a free demo to see why it's worth it. You know, or if you have a, a, a several product pages or one product pages, like serve up messages that are related to that product. Like, we have the best X in the industry. Um, let's talk. You know, that's great. Um, yeah. And then as opposed to having something that it takes a little bit more work, um, front-loaded work, and a little bit more management from the HubSpot CRM side, but you're going to see far greater results in serving up something that's just across all, the whole thing. Yeah, so I'll speak towards our marketing on that, of what we do. And we don't have one on our homepage. Um, however, we do have a chatbot. We have a couple of chatbots. Yep. Um, so to speak towards that intention, our pricing page is just a chatbot. I think that is huge because if you want to know, when you don't have a natural product and you're selling a service, it can be hard to have a pricing page. And sometimes we see people without it and, you know, that's the biggest no-no. Uh, people want to know how much your, your service is cost. So we generated a, you know, question and answer chat by it gets people engaging with the website. And then... We have it programmed to give them an estimate on the price, and then they can talk to sales right afterwards if that's something they're interested in. Um, I think that's the only actual chatbot that's running right now. We might have a couple others, actually, but that's our most uh, trafficked one. Um, and then we have the implement of live chat. So, again, doesn't need to go on any page, but it should go on a page where people need to talk to you right so we have it on our you know service if someone downloaded a template from us and they need help with it they get to talk to myself or sam or someone who can help them right away and we we love that because it goes right into our slack and we can talk to them and we can help them and we can eventually turn them into a customer if we do a good job um, those are the two that we use the most and they work so you gave an example of a chat bot and a live chat. Yeah. I'm going to talk about two more bot examples. And one of them we sort of already touched on, which is just sort of informational, like a service type thing. So something that's more service, you know, related to the homepage even to help them find what they're looking for. Um, just to give them another avenue in addition to like the, the main navigation of a site, maybe posed a different way, asking a question about what they're looking for. Um, to help them find the different areas of a site, especially if you have a big website that has more than like a handful of pages. Like we have some clients in the e-commerce world that have literally thousands of pages. And sure. It can be hard for them to find what they're looking for. Um, so we great. That's a, yeah, that's another one. The third one is a little bit outside the box, but uh -oh. it's awesome. Do and, I, and don't we don't want to lid on this box? Open that box up. <laughs> Open it. So using the chatbot as a quiz, right? Okay, yeah. Where you're asking questions, and it's just like. Um, helping them self-identify based on what they're looking for and what questions they might have. So here's a quiz, like, what best describes you this? Um, or it, it, it's hard to generalize because it's, have it can be so many different. Have you done recently that you can tell us about? Or yeah, are you just so, in the planning stages still? No, there's one that's live now with a client that does um, basically temperature monitoring for food and medicine and when they're in shipment from A to B. Um, making sure that they the right temperature and humidity levels. And um, so we basically built this. They had a quiz that landed on one of those third-party quiz integrators that you could use in HubSpot. Oh, sure, yeah. Subscription ran out. They're like, oh, I don't really want to pay for this. We don't get 
a ton of interaction on it. So I said, Let, let's just rebuild it as a lot and HubSpot, and it's gotten great um, interaction. So we had, again, it depends on the, the, the traffic to your site, but we serve up those same questions to help them identify what temperature range they need to monitor for based on like what products they're shipping, where they're shipping, how far they're shipping, um, and a lot of other specific and that's all built into the bot, right? It's all built into that's the bot. Cool. And based on the answers they choose, they get served up with a specific um, response that tells them what they're looking for. Then it'll give them direct into a page for more information. That's great. The cool thing is it helps them find what they're looking for, but it also helps you. Like, they are literally self-qualifying. Right. I was going to say, sales gets all that information. Right. They, the first time that they reach out, sales already knows exactly what they need. They exactly. can have the whole conversation prepared before they even start talking. Exactly. What kind of and service is that? It's great. Exactly. And it sort of, it almost gamifies it a little bit too. Yeah. Um, so it's sort of, it's a win-win across the board. And, and having, you know, those leads do the work for you in telling you who they are without feeling like, they don't feel like they're self-identifying. It's not a form. It doesn't feel like sure. it's, it's taken like, oh, I don't want to do this. But like one question at a time, like they might just, it's just, it's a mental thing where they doing something something they would, wouldn't normally do and it's drawing them into your site more too because we talk about like getting them to say yes to your site um, whether that's filling out a form or just like the more they engage with your site the more um, that your site resonates with them sure um, the, the longer they stick around the more they're gonna read so maybe if it takes a couple seconds to get back to them they're engaged with the chat they just read something that changed their life that could all happen and it keeps them on your site longer eventually helping your seo too absolutely um if you're getting more people staying on your site for a longer amount of time google's going to rank you a little bit higher um there's just a lot of good what's the word i'm looking for best practices uh, there's just a lot of good things about like i don't want to sound dumb but there's it's just good to have a chatbot if you do it right right which goes back to that question why if you can't answer why you want a chatbot, then you shouldn't have a chatbot. Well, then you have a, an extra pop-up that's not serving a purpose, and right. it could be competing with the user experience. Your chatbot needs a why. So let's There's a title right there, Larry. Your chatbot needs a why? Is that the title of this episode? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, I do want to talk about how easy it is to get started on a chatbot, though. Sure. Um, it's free. It it's is literally free. Literally free. So if you have a website... You got it. You know, you just, uh, it's the HubSpot, is it, it's sales, right? Or marketing. I'm not sure. I think it's marketing, bro. Either way. It's, pre no, the regular one. You don't even oh, need pro. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's sure. more features that are unlocked as you pay, like like most softwares. But right. you can get a simply programmed chatbot on HubSpot for free. Um, just by signing up for, I apologize, it's sales or marketing, but get them all, they're, they're all free. Um, also, Drift is another popular one. I don't want to just shove everyone to HubSpot, but I mean, that's what we use. That's what we're more experienced with. Uh, Drift is very popular and it seems to work well. Uh, I can't speak towards the features of what you can and can't do with the bot, but the, the you can bot's purpose it on a that, that you want a chatbot like, and what it's going to do. Um, there's a few things you can do to customize it, and for, first is building the bot itself. In what's the what's the first prompt? What question are you asking? And um, and how you how you're serving it up to them? And one one way people um, can generate leads with a chatbot as well is ask them straight up, like in the beginning, before we get started. What's your name? Oh, Tim. 
Oh, great. And just in case we get disconnected, can you drop an email here? Whoa. That scared the heck out of me. We're going to pause the pod. Um, so once you start ready to start building your chat, the first step is actually building it itself. So you're starting with like the first prompt and then giving them, serving up choices for, you know, yes or no, or what, giving them multiple choices. And for each of those, depending on how they answer, you serve up different chats, right? Yeah. Um, and it's, it's, it's very user-friendly. It's very intuitive to set that up. And then a couple other, you know, key steps. One, you can customize it as far as, like, you can name it. And you can add, like, a little icon. So, like, I always sort of play a name on the company name. And make sure you, you do identify it as a bot just so there's no miscommunication. This is not a real person sure. they're talking to. You, you don't want to... transparency there, yeah. Absolutely. So we might we might do ours like Web Canopy Bot. It's probably something like that. It's literally called Canopy Bot. Canopy Bot, sure. yep. Yeah. And then you, and you can add a little icon with a company logo or something. Again, make sure it's not in a person's face because you yeah. don't want to trick anybody. That's a great tip. I bet a lot of people overlook that. Yeah. Um, or you see it on like some... Uh, less reputable sites too where it's like a stock photo of someone wearing a headset sure like they're standing by and then you just know it's all automated it eventually might hand you off to a real person but i'm not sticking around and waiting i i want to either talk to a bot and know i'm talking to a bot and it's going to give me an answer i want mm-hmm. or i want live chat so don't don't pretend it's live chat if yeah. it's not sure um, and the other thing you want to do is set the rules for it. And by that is when is a bot going to appear and to whom, right? Okay, yeah. So great. you can set, like, the simple ways, like, okay, when the URL contains this one, this one, and this one. So you can have one across your whole site. Again, don't recommend it. You can have, if it's just the homepage bot, and then a pricing page bot, and then a product page bot. And you yeah. just drop those URLs so it'll only serve up on those specific pages. Or you can do, like, groups of pages. Like, all four product pages get served this bot. Or and, like, um, just to be clear, you do need a new bot per page, right? Yep. Yeah. But you can clone it, so you, you can like sure. Make, it can have like the same, same like intro or whatever, but it could serve a different purpose to like give different information halfway through or whatever. Sure. Or even or the opposite, like the same bot experience, but it's a different prompt specific to what uh, they're looking at. That's right? a like, great. I mean, honestly, I like that better for getting started too, so you don't yeah. have to spend four days mapping out four different chat bots. Sure. Um, and then you can also choose who to send it to, like only first-time visitors or only return visitors, kind of getting into the smart content side of things. Yeah. Um, or you can do it at certain hours if you want to. There's a lot of cool custom things you can do. You really I get... love the idea of a returning one, and it's like, sorry, you could be like, sorry, you couldn't find what you were looking for before. Can I help you yeah. find it? It's like, welcome back, cool. Larry. Well, oh, yeah. That's funny. Can we can we have a quick aside? Um, we were talking about it because we, as we mentioned, we were just coming from working with a security company. Um, a big part of our marketing is we have all these digital marketing tools, uh, personalized tokenization. Uh, we have these contacts. We have their information. We're very transparent about it. So most people know that marketing software tracks people on your site, and you can tell if someone's been on your site. So we're very clear about that. If someone comes on our site a bunch and we say, hey, looks like you've been on our site a bunch. Can we help you? Do you want to talk? And then we were talking about a similar strategy with the security company. We're like, I don't know. Is that going to make them uncomfortable? There's like a bridge. Like it works for a marketing agency because you want to know your marketing agent. Your marketing agency has the ability to do that stuff, right? Right. But as a security company, the last thing I think you want is a very transparent 
vocalization that, hey, we're watching you all over our site right now, <laughs> yeah. uh, but we'd love to sell you on how we can uh, help protect you your data. security, yeah. Yeah, and there's way, probably a good way to play it. I just think it's a pretty interesting thing to think about. Sort of ironic, yeah. Um, I'm so sorry for derailing. I just had to get that thought onto the pod. So getting back into the, like the whole part of uh, setting it up and everything, right? Um, I want to give an actionable tip that anyone who's listening to this, this is our recommendation from the marketing agency of how to get into the world of chatbots or how to refine the chatbot you already have. I'm going to say, and Tim and I, we just talked about this, you should, let's not do it on the home page. Maybe pick your second most trafficked page, like maybe your about us or pricing, whatever it might be. Let's do it there. And Tim, I'm, what would you do? Let's say it, it's on your, I don't know, what page? Let's just use pricing as a good sure. example. Perfect. Um, yeah, so I think it's a good challenge to whether you, if you're not using a bot, to go and, and set up a chat bot right now, or at least experiment with one for something that's not the home page. Or if you have one that's site-wide, that's just a generic chat bot. Pull it, let's pull it, right? Yeah, well, or at least pull it, or go ahead and create, like maybe baby steps, create one, a separate one that doesn't exist anywhere else on the site, specific to one page. Yeah, that'd be great. So say it's the pricing page, right? Yeah, don't don't just pull it, if it's working, just yeah. do your thing. <laughs> yeah. um, so say we have the pricing page, and the goal for that is most likely, depending on what your product or service is, now that they've seen the pricing, is that next like sales call to action, which ideally is like schedule a demo or start a free trial or something like that. Talk to sales, um, you know, schedule a call. Yeah. And what the pricing page does is serve that up really nicely. It's because by now they've been to your homepage, they probably looked at your products, they're interested enough to want to know what it costs, right? Exactly, which is a really what we call like a high intent page, uh-huh. right? It's not like one blog post they're looking at or like an about us. It's like something that they're seriously almost in, in consideration stage even. Um, start with a prompt that's specific to the pricing page. They're not going to get anywhere else. That's, I mean, it, you, you're talking to them in a human way in regards to what they're already looking at, right? Yeah. So, I mean, what's the pricing? What's the pricing prompt on our pricing chatbot now? I don't have it exactly in front of me, but you know what I do. So, for example, when you get to our pricing page, it says, "Let's get started." Do you need to build a better website or generate more leads? Who doesn't want that? Right. It's like, I yes, I either need a new website or need to generate new leads or need a new website so I can start generating new leads. Am I right? right. <laughs> Um, I, what I love about that is it's asking a question off the bat that really resonates with probably what they're looking for. Yep. So like, I mean, if you're that data security company, it's like, are you looking for new ways to, uh, encrypt your data or are you, um, scoping? I don't know. I don't have a great example, but I think you get what I'm saying. Compliments, um, how like how you have the pricing page laid out so if you have like a breakdown of what what factors into your pricing or like Ah. frequently asked questions about the pricing or things like that just another way to engage with them even if it's something that already exists on the page they might not read the whole page they might not scroll down but they might engage with your bot right right and i like the bot being a question or a prompt rather than Hey, I'm Chatbot. I'm here to help if you have any questions. Yeah. Please type a question below to get started. Yeah. It's boring. It, it'll work if they really need an answer and they think that'll get 
the answer to them, but it's not going to trigger a conversation, I don't think. You're also, you're asking them to do more work, like them as in your the, your site visitors, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Great, great point. Right? So just like ask the question that you know, like speak to your target audience and just make it easy for them. Don't ask them like, oh, oh what, what am I, what do I want to talk about? Oh, uh, this or that. Oh, I don't know. How is your day today? Yeah. <laughs> but... I, what we got to is, yeah, you got to just try something. Why not try a new chatbot today, you know? Yeah. I love it. Um, so, again, I do apologize. We've been in a car this whole podcast, but there were some good nuggets in there, right? Yeah, hopefully the audio is okay. Yeah. Um, I, I might mention the last one we did in a car. I think it went viral. It did go viral. It went so viral that it went viral twice. Right you are, Ken. Um, something cool about that. I think it's like what? Fifty-two views or listens? Something like that. Something some crazy number like that. Something very high like that. Internet, calm down. Uh, please. Um and then I again I just want to say this one is for the fans. Um it's not about us. It's not about us. We don't do it for the fame. We don't do it for the attention. I never have. We do it for you. That's not why I got into this game. Um I do want to give a, a call to action to our podcast. Um, there's got to be something you want to hear. Please feel free to reach out to us. We don't bite, and we are very accessible. <laughs> um, my email is just Larry at webcanopystudio.com. Um, I'm going to give Tim's. It's just Tim at webcanopystudio.com. How dare you? I'm going to give our CEO, John. It's John at webcanopystudio.com. We're always happy to help. Um, if you have any marketing questions, uh, let us know. Peace.